I also found out that if you want to have solar panels and for them to work with your utility grid electricity, where you can get perhaps maybe some savings and credits recognized by the power company. A few years ago, you needed to pay about $300 to get the special meter for net metering, which is the meter that actually detects whether you are saving energy or not, according to them. Because I've been told by credible sources that the regular meter also works for net metering, but according to them, you needed to pay or dish out, cough up $300, which again was not a problem for me, but it may be a problem for a very large amount of the U.S. population. A lot of the U.S. population lives in poverty or just above poverty or in very dire economic circumstances, although not in poverty, where $300 is just a bit too much for them to dish out for something that they are not sure is going to help them financially, economically. Not only that, but they require all kinds of inspections. They require all kinds of licensed individuals to install your system and okay your system. So they throw a lot of hurdles and requirements that they know are going to discourage a lot of people and are going to make it quite inconvenient and impossible in some cases for a lot of people. And they know they're going to make a lot of people just not bother. But I perform my energy savings efforts away from that. I basically wanted to be off the grid eventually. was planning to do that. So I didn't think there was a need for me to get all these permits, get the power company involved, pay these high prices for these licensed contractors and electricians to come out and basically redo the work that I had already done or do the work that I can do myself, perhaps having to pay someone from out of town since the solar technologies were and still are in my specific area quite hard to get installed even right now as i speak in this area if you want a solar system to be installed you most likely have to get someone from out of town to come and install it if you need it repaired if you need it connected if you need it modified for any reason then it's even harder to get a qualified and licensed individual to come out and work on it because very little amounts of technicians, electrical workers, electrical or electricians work or have experience or knowledge on photovoltaic systems. Even experienced electricians have very little knowledge in this area. Of course, it may be a lot different in your area, but in this area here in middle Georgia, this is the case right now as I speak. This is per my experience. I have looked and researched this quite a bit. So come 2018 and up, I put all those solar equipments down. I sell a lot of my solar equipments. I did move to another house. Did not install any solar equipments for years. I was quite disappointed and not convinced at all that I was going to save any money. But a few years later, about three years into it, I did get back into solar. I started to work as a solar energy technician in 2019, right before the pandemic. In the summer of 2019, I began to work as a photovoltaic electrician, basically working at a solar farm installation, installing solar equipment, solar wiring at a huge solar project here. 200 megawatt solar field that was put up here in Georgia. And I began to get animated, interested, excited about solar once more. I had also been working in the electrical field for some time, and I was somewhat involved in solar, although not directly in my house. I kept up 
with some of the installation requirements, technologies, some of the calculations, design requirements, and methods. I became quite familiar with those since I was working as an electrical worker. At the time, I learned very fast about electricity, electrical distribution, AC distribution, and that helped me in furthering my knowledge in solar energy. I was also involved in some solar projects within that industry. So I transitioned over to electrical work in the solar industry and then electrical work for a commercial contractor through an electrical union here locally. So that was quite exciting and interesting and got me into the spirit again of trying to save energy, trying to get off the grid, trying to install solar technologies. And gradually I began to install small solar panels and batteries to run a few items, lights, radios. I got into amateur radio in 2019. So I started to power those using batteries and recharging those batteries with solar panels. And then, then I expanded years later into powering some of my household electronics and lights with solar energy. I attempted to sell solar technologies. Going back in 2016, I opened up a business uh, attempting to sell solar technologies with the hopes of getting into installation services, which are, I believe, the most profitable for a business, the installation labor services for solar technologies. But the area, I guess, was not ready. My strategy was not most optimal, maybe. And the cost for renting that place was quite high. So I was not making much money or any money at all, actually. And I felt I had to close up and abandon this project before it was I kept doing more financial damage. I closed up the shop February 2017. I finally closed it. Before that, in 2011, I had also attempted about close to the same thing, opening up a shop with hopes of selling and getting into installation services. But it was a similar situation where, you know, I drew very little attention. I could not and did not spend perhaps the money required to get a lot of attention using advertising, etc. Not only that, but I was not a licensed contractor and electrical contractor, so I had very many limitations. I could not touch anything dealing with commercial or residential that was tied to the grid. And that was most of it at the time. Most of the installations were on the grid, grid tied. So those businesses did not work or short-lived. Although they did give me a lot of experience, I did grow and develop a lot of knowledge by planning preparing, launching, doing all of the things I did during those years, doing those small businesses. I learned quite a bit about the industry, about the practices, about the requirements, about the local mentalities and attitudes towards solar. I did get some attention. I did get some sales. I did attempt some installations, but those weren't enough to keep doing this. So I quit trying to go into business up until after the pandemic. After the pandemic, I was ready to go back into business and try doing business in a different way. And instead of having an expensive, costly business, I attempted to run business from home. Doing things from home, work from home was quite popular after the pandemic. Social distancing had transformed the way just about everyone worked and participated in the economy. 
So going back to those businesses in 2011 and 2016, both of those businesses, I, again, was running in from warehouses. Both one was a warehouse. The other one was more like a office space with some shop space also in the back. But both of those businesses, I ran completely off the grid. I never called the power company so I can get power service connected. I chose to be off the grid. That way I can practice what I preach. I wanted to be able to run things off the grid, such as an entire business. That way people can see that it could be done. That way people can see that it is possible and affordable. I never connected running water or water and sewer. So I basically lived off the grid in both ways, the electrical grid and the water grid. I was off of both of those in both locations. In 2011, I had a lot less solar power available to run the office equipment and the shop equipment. So I had to supplement my shop equipment use with a small generator. In 2016, I ran the entire shop and office with solar energy. I wired my solar inverter, power inverter that ran from a battery bank. I wired it to the panel to where the entire building was powered and I could easily use any equipment with exception of the air conditioner. Air conditioner was not used. Fast forwarding to 2020, again I was employed as a solar technician or worker and I got interested in solar installations once more. I began to invest in solar technologies again. I bought several hundreds of watts worth of solar panels. I focused more on 12-volt panels. Got away from the larger 24-volt and up panels, which are for residential households. Because I wanted to move into more of the mobile solar system, which could be installed in RVs or recreational vehicles, motorhomes, boats, yachts, trailers, RV trailers, you name it. Any kind of off-grid application, whether it's mobile or on land, I could do it without a state license. So I focused on 12-volt technologies, solar panels, inverters, batteries, and charge controllers. All of those were 12 volts. In fact, that's all I have right now available for sale and installation. And that's what I have in my home. I have 12-volt system all throughout. I am still connected to the grid, and part of the house is running off-grid. I have both systems connected simultaneously, and the goal is to disconnect the grid, move from that location, and the new location where I am to be living next is going to not be connected to the grid. I won't get a grid connection again. That is the goal. That is what I've been working toward for many, many years now, and it seems to be closer. That goal seems to be as close as it has ever been. Again, I am still looking for a spot or place to move into, perhaps purchase, or perhaps I'll be able to modify the location or build it from scratch so it could be off the grid. If I have the opportunity to build it from scratch, that's that would be my optimal wish because I could build a DC-powered home. I could have 12 volts, everything, or 24 volt, whichever is more convenient, whichever is more dependable, available. 
I believe 12 volt is more available as of right now with electronics, with appliances. Simply. Because recreational vehicles do have a lot of those and they mostly run on 12 volts. Many of the modern devices that people use the most, like phones, those run on DC. You have to basically transform or invert your AC into DC so you can charge, keep those DC batteries charged, and use them. Your smartphone is probably the number one device that most people use for just about everything, including not only talking on the phone, but also surfing on the web, checking your banking, Online banking has switched mainly to apps on the phones of today. Web browsing, email looking, I mean, you name it, ordering online is all moved to a mobile application or app, which is basically the most popular method of doing just about everything that people used to do on laptop and desktop PCs. Even the tablets are going away. People are just consolidating down to their phone. Many people don't even use laptops or desktops anymore. And a growing number are just ditching their tablets and just keeping their phones. That's probably why the size of the screen of the phone keeps growing, keeps going up every year. Because people are replacing their laptop screens and their desktop screens and now their tablet screens with one screen, which is your smartphone screen.